It's time for the forecast. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. Welcome to the forecast, a podcast like no other. Just talking? Well, what's the show about? The Forecast, sponsored by Charterhouse Real Estate. Charterhouse is redefining how you view real estate by eliminating the typical commission structure of 6 or 7% to sell your home. List your home for $24.95 plus 3% and still get full service. And still get full service. Check out charterhouseiowa.com to learn more. There's only one thing I value in this world, Stephen, that's loyalty. Without it, you're nothing. You have no one. It's the only currency you can count on. Now, please welcome your hosts, Mark Charter and Chris Williams. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. I think you may have something here. It's a Friday forecast. What's going on? Recording this at about 11 o'clock on Friday. Uh, the Charterhouse Real Estate offices on a gloomy uh, eve of the weekend. Why didn't we record this yesterday? Did uh, did X give it to you on Wednesday? Is that what happened? Do you did you get home a little late Wednesday night? Couldn't do the fall on Thursday. I did get home late Wednesday night, but I I was up at like six thirty. I had like a norm, pretty normal day. I had other stuff going. Power on. right on through. Yeah, I knew I several mean, people that went to DMX just via social media. I saw a lot, a lot of people I knew were there. It was a hell of a time. Where was it at? Woolies. Really yeah. good time. It was. I I love. There are a few things I like more than like, ironically attending something. Yeah. Now I really you like, weren't the only one either. Were you? I, I really like DMX. Don't get me wrong. I do. Like I legitimately like him. I own all of his albums. Like I yeah. know all of his catalog. I love him. I think he's really good. But when you go to a forty-eight-year-old rap concert, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, dude, um, forty-eight. And the guy was in prison a year ago. Okay, um, you because I said this. Um, I was with Sipker and Hines. Primarily, Stansberry was there for real. Like he really wanted to go to the concert. Like he he was expecting like a really good music music concert. I thought which, this which, real story was he wanted to go to a gay bar. He just happened to go to the well, concert before. We'll tell you that story here coming <laughs> okay. up. All right. Um, but like I was like to Sipker, I'm like, how many of these people are here for real, and how many of them, or is it like? How many of them are us? Ironically, it, like it's, it's you, a lark. They're there. You just want to see what happens. Yeah. Like, because I've read all these stories about these, like, DMX concerts at, like, sushi restaurants. <laughs> like, because that's what he's filling up these days. Okay. Uh, it was actually a fun concert. Crowd was robust. Like, the crowd was crazy. I, and I don't think that X has, like, performed in front of a crowd like that in a really long time. Really? Because it was sold out. I mean, there were a thousand people it's there. Sold out in a hurry. Yeah. Uh, and I think that he, you know, as much as his breath could allow gave us a pretty good show where is where i'm dead serious when i say this like where do you find out I mean, like you personally where do you find out this concert's coming to town because i other than you saying i'm going to dmx i never once saw an ad heard an ad well nothing you, i know DMX. the i know sam who owns woolies okay yeah. um so you gotta follow woolies first think, fleet concerts I, player here in town. I'm sure that how I found out was somebody else saw it and tagged me on like social. Yeah. Because I love DMX and yeah. everybody knows that. Mm-hmm. 
I'm sure that's how that happened. Like, I wonder about this all the time. I'm just not linked up to the right people on social because um, what's the the first name? The comedian Maniscalco is his name. Um, he's on he's on Netflix. Italian guy. Uh-huh. Um, can't remember his first name, but he was just at Hoyt Sherman, I think, a couple weeks ago. Oh, okay. Some talking about him. I'm like, no clue. Have you ever been to Hoyt Sherman yeah. to a show? Uh, I have not been. It's really cool. Place. I love Hoyt Sherman. I have I, not been. I, I'm aware of Hoyt Sherman and know what it looks like and all that, but I think I've that's to a show. legitimately my favorite place I've ever yeah, seen a really concert. Cool. I really I, wanna, I just like to walk around the building. Yeah, it's amazing. It's so cool. The uh, the only time I've been there was the parking lot. I did a walking tour of homes right in that area, mm. and we ended up in some guy's backyard and he cooked uh, pizza, fire fire grilled pizza. I don't know, weird, weird story. But it, yeah, weird, weird story. But the tour started in the parking lot at, at Hoyt Sherman. You ever been to Wrigley Field? I had a brat outside once. It was really tasty. I have, by the way. I hope you guys can hear me. My ears keep going in and you're, out. You're fine. You're good. I, I, I got um, you. I'm monitoring. So, uh, pro tip for Cubs fans, by the way, because a lot of people don't know this. Um, there's a fantastic tour of Wrigley Field, by the way. If you're in Chicago and the Cubs are out of town, well, that sucks. You missed the Cubs. But the trade-off is they've got tours. Really? Of Wrigley Field where you can go into the clubhouse, up in the broadcast booth. You go in the dugout. You go on the field. Uh, a lot of If you're a lifelong Cubs fan like I am, the first time I did that, I'm like, oh, wow, this is awesome. And, 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 and when I went, it was, it was before the renovations, so the clubhouse was tiny and it sucked. You know, but I could see Sosa's locker and, you know, Mark Grace or whoever it was at the time. Uh, but that's a great thing to do if you're in Chicago and you like the Cubs. Was it more emotional or was it more massive eggplant emoji? Those are uh, still my lines, all right? Um, I was asking on your behalf. It, 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 it wasn't emotional. It's just like there, there is something cool about growing up and watching all the games on TV and now you're sitting in the dugout. Yeah. So you get the perspective of the field that the players get. That That was cool. I thought it was... Uh, a fun time, but um, the most disappointing thing, speaking of the Cubs, this reminds me, having just been in the Dominican Republic, and we will get back to DMX, we, we need to find out about Jared in the, in the gay bar, but well, um, yeah. I, I was told like the drink, the drink down there, or a drink down there is the Sammy Sosa, which looked a little bit like a Bon Pop, blue, white, red, right? I asked several bartenders down there, and no one knew what the hell I was talking about. Oh, really? Yeah. It's like the internet's a liar. Man, you got to be careful about the... I've told the story about me on the fishing boat in Mexico, right? I know I've told that story before. Yeah, I don't recall it. But yeah. yeah. Bad story. Um, <laughs> Did you get sick? I don't remember. Yeah. It was horrible. Yeah. And it, it was the worst four hours of my life. I can absolutely, without a shadow of a doubt, say it was the worst four hours of my life. Both, was it coming out of both ends or just one? Both. Okay. Sitting on a bucket. Because it's something you drink? Yes. Yes. It, it, the, so the night before, we were out at this club. And this bartender convinced me that I was drink. It was like basically Mexico's version of Jack Daniels, because I was so sick of the um, the all inclusive stuff. You know, you yeah. get like that by like day three. It's like I can't drink another Corona. Yep. Like I have to have something different. And and it did taste like Jack Daniels, and it was delicious. So I had about ten of them, and I don't think I've ever crapped as much in my life. A little Montezuma's Revenge in there? And I was on, yeah, something like that. And it was a, it was on the, this crappy Mexican fishing boat in the middle of the Gulf of Mexico because we were set to go out fishing at like so, 8. Yeah, did, you, uh, did you catch anything? I did. I caught a mahi-mahi. Really? Thank you very much. And pink eye. 
Yeah. Uh, but anyways, point being, Mark, when you're in these Mexican joints, yeah, you got to watch the type of liquor that you're consuming because yeah. it can get really ugly really fast. I felt bad. You might have noticed that people from the Dominican Republic have much darker skin than we have. Uh, that's a fact. And uh, they have a very popular drink, poolside. Uh, it happens to be called a dirty monkey. And people were ordering those at the bar, and I just that felt a little, that little, little weird, a little, weird, little weird to me. Sensitive. What was in yeah. a dirty monkey? Because literally, people just go up, and the bartender's like looks at them, and you go, "Dirty monkey," and y- you mean the drink, but yeah. I'm like, it feels I mean, like that, you're that, calling that, him. Yeah, that feels kind of kind of racist to me. But hey, it was a good time. By the With way, how, room. what uh, any good stories from the Dominican Republic trip um, that you can share? Rum Bailey's in Kahlua, in a dirty monkey, and some banana. Looks yeah, like banana. Maybe? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'll give um, it a shot. I mean, yeah, on a trip like that, there were fifty people. This was a networking type thing. So, how much networking goes on? A lot, a lot. There's there's two it, more, there's two learning sessions. Is it appropriate networking or it's evolving drinks? Yeah, lots of drinks and excursions <laughs> and stuff like that. But but yes, I came I came back feeling like I've got two new clients out of it um, and actually got to share with the there's 50 plus people on the trip but 25 of them are in the sessions the learning sessions the rest yeah. of their guests and I got to pitch what Charterhouse does like the whole educational sessions there were two of them revolved around me presenting what Charterhouse does and their mission was to uh, go through ideation or brainstorming to come up with some solutions for um, some of the issues with how we do what we do, including people think you get what you pay for, right? Yeah. That's very true in life, but not true with us. Mm-hmm. So how do we overcome some of those hurdles? So they were coming up um, as groups with some um, oh, ideas. Cool. ideas. So, And I didn't even ask to do that. That was the people that were putting it on said, would you be willing to do this? I'm like, get all that free information? Absolutely. Cool. Yeah, yeah that's, that's good. So, so were you like up giving this presentation drinking? No, I was not drinking. Unfortunately, so this was morning. Was, yeah, those those picks came in about nine thirty, nine, ten o'clock yeah, in the morning. This was so nine, probably you know nine to noon, nine Mary, to noon one day, nine to noon one day, nine to eleven the next, and then you're free to go do whatever. But no, cool trip. There was cigar rolling going on. Um, there was, uh, um, I was given a handful of pills, <laughs> and I took them after after some serious vetting. If you know me, I'm not the type that's just like. All right, see you tomorrow. <laughs> I, guess I, I guess I'll see you guys later. What do you mean a handful of pills? A handful? What's a handful? No, literally a handful of pills, and I won't say like who was giving me pills or anything in case they were prescriptions or, or whatever, but um, as I learned later, because I asked a few people around like, all right, you, you know I'm not the type that just wants to be like wiped out for the night. That's not what I'm after. But apparently it was things like uh, milk thistle and... Nexiums and stuff like that, which is all meant to be like so you don't get a hangover and you feel great uh, the next day. Yeah. So I I took that and felt did absolutely it work? nothing. Well, I I, did, I don't think I got drunk enough to even notice. But um, so that was for me. Sounds for like me, a that was trip. <laughs> that was the, that was the scariest thing I did. Um, but no, it was a good trip. We found. Sorry. By the way, do you play blackjack at all? I do. Okay. So. It's it's interesting when you go to these other places how they do it. So we they had a casino on the property, and uh, we went there. And the dealers speak some English, but not fluent, good enough to understand. And you know the game works essentially the same. Obviously, they play to twenty two though, don't they? <laughs> they don't play no. to twenty two. 
Um, but Blackjacks played three, three to two, just like they do at Prairie Meadows. But the but the oddity of what they did. Imagine doing this at Prairie Meadows, when the dealer would show an ace as their top card, they don't check to see if they have a blackjack. They play out the hand. So you have to bust if you're going to bust or whatever. You play out the hand. Then after everyone's gone through, then they ask you for insurance. And then they turn it over. So they might have had 21 the whole time. And all those cards that came out were a total waste, right? But they don't, they don't have a, the mirror. You know the mirror that they check? There yeah. is no mirror. And they don't look at it either. So the first time I, I saw that, I'm like, what are you doing? Like, why are we playing this handout when you have an ace? So just a local Well, depending on oddity, what you do with your hand, though, the insurance might be a better bet at that point. Right. Yeah, but it's just like it, it does it, seem like a it's waste, a waste of it. cards, yes. right? That you don't need to be going yep. through. But I had never seen that before. And then uh, the other thing you notice is the casino screw you a little bit. Um, same property, the conversion rate at the front desk was forty-seven to one, forty-seven of their pesos to one of our dollars. The conversion rate at the casino is fifty-four to one Oof. on the same exact same property. <clears throat> like, how does that work? Wow. You just decide. Whatever it is you want it to be, and that's the way it goes. It's the juice. So, yeah, but Dominican was um, – I was joking with people on the ride in and back uh, from the resort to the airport. It was about 20 minutes or so. I said, the plane ride is nothing. The scariest part of our trip is right now. The Dominican Republic has one of the highest rates of fatalities uh, by vehicle in the world. And it's not hard to notice why. Like, as you're driving down these highways, there's guys on, like, mopeds coming towards you like on the shoulders or there's three dudes on like a small moped driving down the road (laughs) all carrying sticks and stuff it's like what in the world is going on is it like in mexico where they'll they'll just be like four cops with machine guns just hanging out i didn't see i didn't see a lot of that yeah the one thing i'll tell you what if we can import an idea from the dominican republic here it is at their major intersections they've got green yellow red just like we do but they've got next to those, they've got a clock. So the green clock is counting down from 60 all the way to zero. The yellow clock, the red clock, they're all counting down. So you, Do you know how mad so you, you get when you're just sitting there? It. When you're just sitting there, you're like, when's this damn light going to change? You know exactly when it's going to change because it's counting it down for you. It makes it easier to time the light there, huh? The light right over here. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. I'm pointing at it. Off the, off the, the inner city exit ex- on the first. The exit's right by first. Ankeny Diner. And so you, you take the right, and it brings you onto First Street. You take the left, and it'll take you to Bondurant. Yep. The southbound exit to First Street. That light, when I come home from Hilton mm-hmm. in the winter, yep. I have sat at that light for over five minutes, had to take a right onto yeah. First Street to, the to, to that to come back. It will sit there for absolutely ever. <laughs> it, it like I'm talking about like midnight, yeah. okay, yep. on like a weeknight. There's nobody there. You're not going to just go through it after I a have, while? I have before. Oh, okay, thank you. I have before. I did that once in my life, by the way, at a light, literally 2, 3 a.m. Nobody around. Light's not changing. Cop. I decided to go through. Cherries. He was down the Serious? road somewhere, parked and waiting. And I said, dude, it wasn't changed. He's like, you should have gone right and done a U-turn and then, like, what you're saying. I'm like, that seems a little excessive. Like, literally, that's a move where you're endangering nobody. Yeah. There's nobody around. I want to know Sometimes you gotta take how the that works. Your own hands. How does that damn light over there <clears throat> I always thought it was a weight, like weight sensor. So did I. And I've done that before where I'll like go and up and back yeah. to try and trigger it or whatever. Yeah. I think sometimes they just fail. They're, they're not doing what they're supposed yeah. to do. 
I, I don't know. I, I don't know the answer to that. By the way, I did get pulled over, so we're racing home. Uh, KK is watching our kids. Uh, Wednesday night, we get home. We land at about 1030 at the airport. Um, come home. You know, you're tired from your trip. You just want to get home. Got pulled over. I'm on 36th Street, which is right by my house. <laughs> like, Doing 45 because it's impossible to go 35 there. So it's 35. Yes. 35. And uh, I was doing 48 and get pulled over. Literally, like, on my street by the time the cop turns on his chair, he just pulls me over. Typical thing, like, where are you headed, blah, 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 or trying to get home for the babysitter, just got back from a trip. And uh, one thing I've learned in my old age is I get a lot more warnings than I used to. A lot more warnings. So said, I don't want to end your vacation with a, with a, with a ticket. So here's a written warning. Um, but I, I used to always get tickets. And I've, did you I mouth off? No. I don't. Probably just being younger, right? They're just like punk or whatever. No, I'm polite, and I give them what they want, and, and uh, so props to the Ankeny Cup. You ever seen the old picture of Charter with the uh, spiked hair and frosted tips? Never had, I mean, fr- never had frosted tips. I did. That one picture looks like it then. Maybe, okay. Anyway, you, you look like the uh, kind of guy I'd want to give a ticket I would, to. May, maybe I'd say this. Never intentionally went to a haircut place and say, frost my tips, please. <laughs> maybe it was sun in or something back, back in the day, but um, you grow up and you start to yeah. lose the spiked yeah, hair. You, com- you comb the hair over a little bit. Yeah. 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 So are you do, do you like, spike it back up when you go to like a DMX show, or you just do you always kind of lay low? Yeah, let's get back to DMX. I got to hear what happened. By the way, so it started two hours late. Is that true? Well, I mean, if you went to that show and expected DMX to be on stage at eight o'clock, then you're an idiot. But you said like the opener didn't even start till ten or something like that. Yeah, X was on stage by ten fifteen. Okay. I thought so, I thought I read a tweet. Someone said it's like two hours and the openers. Well, the here. doors opened at eight. It said it was promoted that the shows start at eight thirty. Yep. Again, if you ever in your right mind thought DMX would be on stage at eight thirty, then you're an idiot. Yeah. It's DMX. You know he doesn't like. He, he doesn't even. Of, he didn't even wake up until ten o'clock. He reminds me of Axl Rose. Remember years back there was a. Uh, Guns N' Roses concert in Ames. Scheduled start time was 8 or something. Yeah. I, I, he didn't hit the stage till after midnight. I believe it. People were leaving. Oh. Yeah, a lot of people were pissed and leaving. Yeah, I believe it. I I didn't even show up, and it was after 9 Yeah, when I got there. It, it was like 9.30 when I rolled in. So what is the – what's the hit? What was the the I mean, one the one everyone was waiting for? The Rough Riders anthem. Okay. I mean, that's mm-hmm. one of the greatest songs of all time, Mark. Were you into your cups at this point? Like you were, you were loving it, singing along. Oh yeah, I was grabbing my crotch, just doing everything. <laughs> it was fantastic. Uh. So, anyways, after the concert, um, we're gonna go out and just have a couple beers, and then, you know, I I had planned on being out a lot later because I didn't think he would take the stage until after eleven. That was like how I had planned yeah. my night. Yeah, you got to go. You got to recap the show with your buds. Yeah, right? like well. So it's me and Sipker and Travis Hines and Stansbury and a couple other my just my friends. And we just went to we wanted to go to like a chill place. We didn't want to go anywhere that was loud, anything like that. And we went to a bar and we figured out about 30 minutes into it that we were at a gay bar. We didn't know it was a gay bar when we went there, which None of us cared. Like, you're, you're referring to the the saddle? No, no. Is there another the one down there? Buddies, buddies, buddies. Oh. Corral is what it was called. That's a nice place. Really know. nice place. Nick, you and I are gonna have to go check that out. Really nice. Do it for lunch. <laughs> All right. 
Really enjoyed it. Uh, Buddy, I'm assuming that was the bartender's name, swell guy. Uh, it was very welcoming, et cetera. Well, we figured out it's a gay bar, and we're going to go and check out somewhere else. And, well, Stansbury is taking a leak. Um, it, it was getting weird because Sipker was showing the – I'm assuming he was a gay bartender – Sipker was showing him his catalog of uh, when Scott was a drag queen oh, yeah. last year. And Scott's very proud of this. Okay. So Heinz and I um, hightail out of there. And we're just hanging out waiting for those guys to come out. And X walks by. Nice. Yeah. Entourage? Uh, yeah, a little bit. He had a bodyguard. His bodyguard asked me if I work for a motel. Which I thought was odd. Strange. <laughs> strange. Yeah. Were you wearing like a name tag or no, something? I was wearing a Monte Morris jersey. <laughs> just, just so happens, Motel Six, sir. Um, Show you where it is. No, X was great. I he was very very kind. Uh, he was a very good man. And then um, he had like I don't know like three or four guys that would make up the entourage, and they were going to the after party next door. So uh, we we went to the after we went to the DMX after party, of course. And that's where. You know, we saw some things, and I, I'm starting to question how much of a changed man he, the prison actually made DMX. <laughs> you know, he's been doing this whole, like, Jesus thing. He found God. He prayed at the end I, of the show, right? Oh, yeah. He, yeah, yeah. he blessed us. It was it was fantastic. You know, like, I think Stansbury said if X was a pastor, I would go to church every week. Like, it was – I mean, the – the sermon that X gave to end the show was very meaningful to everybody. Did it yeah. rhyme? Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. He was, like, growling. <laughs> I think dear, he, dear Lord, <laughs> bless these Desmond-ass people. He referred to um, everybody in the crowd as the N-word multiple times. It was odd. That um, just doesn't seem factually accurate to me. Well, he 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 goes my white yeah. n-word. Oh, my, white. Okay. My black, my Asian, and he was he was bringing everybody together in the name of God. I like that. That's what he was doing. It was this was all part of the It's like the song says, red and yellow, black and white, they are precious in a sight. Yeah. That's all of us, brother. That's That's basically what X was trying to say. All right. While he was bringing the crowd together. Yeah. And um Anyways, he tried climbing on these speakers. Tried? And, well. He's 48. Yeah. So this, I mean, he, and he, on. to be honest with you, you could tell when you get up close and like talk to X, you know, like a, he's a close personal friend now. Did Earl, he give Earl's you permission son. to drop the DM? Is that, is that legit? Well, I'm calling him Earl now. We Earl. Yeah. Okay. Because his name's Earl. Okay. Um, you can tell he's lived a hard life. He's 48, but I'd say he looks closer to 60. There's some cracks in the wow. canvas. And he's he's got, like, the beer gut now. Oh, yeah. So uh, it before he did the Rough Riders anthem, he tried to climb up on there's these three giant speakers on the edge of the stage. Well, there were two problems here. One, there was no room. Like, had he gotten on top of the speakers, there was no room for him to stand. This is not a huge venue. No. He would have done the gargoyle on the top of that. Two. <laughs> These speakers were only being held up by one dolly. <laughs> okay. So X, it's like his third song, and he's all feeling the heat with the crowd. Like, he's he's really into this. And he's trying to climb up on these speakers, like, impromptu, okay? And, like, four security guys run out onto the stage to keep him from climbing up onto the 
speakers. And DMX start, excuse me, Earl. <laughs> Earl starts like swearing at the security guys and at the dolly. <laughs> <laughs> he starts yelling, F the dolly. F, F that mother effing dolly. Get rid of it. Uh, so what they did, like there was another speaker and they wheeled it out and then X jumped up on top of it with help. Mind you, <laughs> and he rapped. For, he did the anthem. On so top let's of bring it. the wait, baby wait. speaker out. So when you, when you say jumped, you're being generous. He was that. helped up. Okay. Yeah, and it, I mean he cursed that dolly out really good though. Well, so it wasn't the dolly's fault. I mean, so this beer guy did he have his shirt on the whole time? Well, he started with a like some sort of leather jacket. You can see in the photo. The anthem just feels like a song you just you have your shirt off to. He well he he you know? shed down to just a t-shirt. Okay. So at this after party, how does uh how does Earl uh well deal with the ladies? I mean were the were they flocking? Yeah. It's forty eight year old ex con with a beer gut. That's the most you know you know, and I had a come to Jesus moment at that after party where I was like, I need to get home to my daughter. <laughs> yeah. You realize that was not the place yeah. for you. This is I I was looking around and I was like what in the hell am I doing? I'm in a DMX after party on a Wednesday night. I just met DMX outside of a gay bar. Did it feel? That's like, a story you're gonna did, tell did, your grandkids, man. Was it? Like, re- that's was it? Resi- was it resembling Sodom and Gomorrah at, at this point? Was I'm it? watching these like, Katie. How old are you? Twenty-four. I'm watching these girls who are Katie's age. Yep. And let's just say. X was probably pulling a little better gal in his prime yep. than he was on Wednesday night. Sure. And I'm watching these girls, and one, it's it's just comical because, it, again, this guy is damn near 50 years old. He, he was in prison a year ago mm-hmm. for, like, the third time or whatever. I can't imagine he's doing great financially at this point. He's got I mean, a pretty sweet bus. He does. Um but still, he's probably tied up in mutual funds. I was told. Um, yeah, municipal. I was told bond. he has 15 <laughs> kids. Whoa. Now I don't know if that's true or not, so don't quote me on that. I don't um, find that hard to believe. No, and, and I'm watching all these like young girls, and I'm just like, you know, back in the day, I would have been like, man, I'm like, what? Where did where did that girl make a, the wrong decision? Yeah. You know, like who failed her, and why is she? You know, rubbing her ass up on DMX, a 48-year-old DMX, mind you, Yeah. on a Wednesday night in De- in, in the East Village. I've, I've never quite got the draw of of the the groupie, okay? Well, not that these are DMX groupies, but on that particular they, they, mo- they that, certainly that moment, like it. in that moment, they were. They certainly looked like groupies. I mean, so let's imagine that DMX takes one of them, or more than one, back to the DMX <clears throat> bang bus. And uh, they get it on. Okay, f- oh, great. Now, now you had sex with the with Earl 40, the forty-eight-year-old ex-con with the beer gut. Okay, <laughs> what do you what do you do with the information at this point? That's my question. Tell are your you are you immediately day. on <clears throat> the phone to your girlfriends? You're just like I just effed DMX. And most of them are gonna be like who? Or well, you it, got, or, go or Google it, him. Or, or he had is, some hits in the nineties. Is the friend response like gross? Why? <laughs> 
You know? Well, I think that that depends on like you know these decisions that you've made yeah. that have led you to this moment. Yeah. And I, I at this point, I made the decision to get an Uber. <laughs> you know, I get I get it. If uh, you, I actually was concerned, I, I'm not kidding for a slight moment that the, I don't know what club this was. Yeah. I'd never even heard of it. I didn't even know it existed. But it, it, at this point, it's all about the experience. We're going to the yeah. DMX after party. And I told my wife, I'm like, Ash, you're never going to believe that. And she was like, oh, my God, you got to go. Like, she was all supporting it. Yeah. And but this one guy was wearing a Derek Jeter jersey mm. in the middle of the dance floor. And we're watching him. And he just lights up a joint <laughs> in this bar. Yep. And. He little did this guy know in the Derek Jeter jersey. There's like four cops in this bar. Wow! And I was told that this place there had been like shootings and stuff there this recently. Is, this uh, is a, this is an obvious. So joint, normally they though. don't you care. Weren't, you weren't mistaking <clears throat> the product. It was it was a joint. No, he got, he got it. I don't know if he got arrested or not, but he got ejected. Okay. It was a joint. Okay. That was another thing that was just surprising to me, just how prevalent like. People will smoke weed indoors. I was wondering how the uh, ventilation was at uh, at Woolies. I know some people that went to the uh, the forty ounces, the reggae show a couple weeks ago, and it was one giant hot box. From what I understand, I think I think a lot of people are under an incorrect assumption that it's legal here. Uh, it's still it's still not. Uh, just like sports betting, uh, it's coming. So it's speeding charter. We're not quite there. Hey, I admit that I am a lawbreaker <laughs> when it comes to that stuff. No, I just like. Um, it was a fascinating – it was all – I had a blast. I'm really glad I did it. I wouldn't change anything if I – Yeah. I would do that night over again. It was It was so much fun, especially to experience it with – like, Heinz is like my – he's basically like my brother from another mother. Like, if I could – like, just like we think alike. Yeah. We have the same sense of humor. We We oftentimes are like – making the same snide remarks. We just are very similar human beings. Mm-hmm. And the, but Sipker and I are kind of the opposite. Yeah. So, like, I kind of had, like, and then we had Jared, who's, like, in this whole other world because he's so much younger than all of us. I like he, how you and Sipker go at it on Twitter. It, yeah. it, 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 uh, it entertains me. Yeah. I, Sipker and I were friends before either anybody knew who either of us were. Yeah. Like, he... I go way back with that idiot. Is the rumor true that uh, Jared at the gay bar was trying to figure out what the holes in the stall walls were all about? He was down investigating those? I, I have heard that, yeah. Yeah. I don't – the young man. He'll figure it out eventually. It's but. just like – so, like, by the time those guys get out there, because Sipker's done showing off his drag queen photos to the bartender. Yeah. And whatever Stansberry was doing in there. Sure. And they come out, and our, we'd already had the conversation with Earl – and he was gone. And I, I tell those guys, yeah, I just got done talking with X. And they're like, shut up. And I show them a picture of us of yep. X. Yep. And, like, <laughs> I thought Sipker was going to riot. <laughs> and they thought Jared was just going to go home and cry. <laughs> <laughs> what? Because I'm like, the best part of this whole deal is not that we just hung out with X. It's the fact that you guys missed out on it because you were in the gay bar. Yeah. That does make the story. Because better. I was like, I could... I can bend this any way that I want. Well, forever. It's like, remember that time I hung with X and you were in the gay bar? I mean, yeah. that's, that's a great story. Not only that, and I was um, I was communicating with Sipker's wife yesterday. Yeah. Because she actually is a big DMX fan. She really wanted to go to the concert, but she had a really early morning on Thursday and couldn't go. Come on. No, he was like, no, it's, it's, oh, a, it's a guy's on. night. Sorry. No, for real. Like, I... I we were going to let her go with us. How, I mean, how many, hours is, how many hours of sleep do you really need? 
She's fun, too. She would have made the night more entertaining. Um, and I told her, I'm like, well, because she ha- apparently had not talked to Scott yeah. at this point because he got home really late. And she goes, where was Scott during all this? And I go, you know, I would say you wouldn't believe me <laughs> and you can't make it up, but, like, it's actually the most Scott thing ever. And I explained how he was showing off his drag queen catalog. Sure. To the allegedly gay bartender. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Of course not. And, you know, her response was something along the lines of, yeah, this doesn't surprise me at all. This is amazing. She totally just, oh, yeah, that makes sense. That's on, that's on par for being, sure. for Scott. Did X talk about himself with a third person? Like, he takes he so. takes the girl back to his bus. Says they're getting on bus. Is he gonna say X gonna give you it know, to you? I was told that X is a changed man. Yeah, but I don't. I'm not believing that anymore. You, I was, your stories. Said I asked about his rider. I know some people. Yeah, and apparently his rider was just like a bunch of candy. Oh, just like some. He wanted Starburst. Twelve packs of now and later's. Four packs of Starburst. And some Skittles. That was it. That was the whole writer. <laughs> and some Skittles. That's great. Apparently, I was told he sits in his um, van, or not his van. His, his large bus. With his bus on all it. day watching old DVDs yeah. and eating candy. That's ah, not a bad way to go through life. Just I wonder because you know how much fun I like to have with you when I'm out with you and someone comes up uh, for a photo. Yeah, I hate that. Uh, is it worse when you're with Scott? Do you make fun of him? Because he's probably a little bit more well-known. Locally, yeah, you are? I don't think it happened on Thursday. Yeah, I'm sure you've Wednesday. been with them when it does, though. You gotta, you gotta give. Yeah, well, I just, I like to just play the like. What do you actually do? Yeah, with Scott, that's what's fun. Yeah, the old uh, office space line. What is it you do here? Kind of a thing. Do you even have a job? He's just kind of a kind of a drifter. I love Scott. A professional MC at this point. I really do love making fun of him, though. It's one of my favorite things to do. By the way, I don't don't want to put you on the spot, so you can certainly decline to answer this, but I wanted to know if you ever got, because I was told we were going to get some some satisfaction, some follow-up over uh, the, uh, uh, why am I thinking Psycho Fanatic, Um, Size House of Trivia. Are do you, are you happy with how that was all resolved? Uh, uh, I've got a meeting I've got to go to at some point. Okay. Because I, I emailed up some questions to them about the event in general. Yeah, and I got they, a... they said there was a meeting coming. I got so. an email response to that. They tagged me on it. Okay. So we're going to get to the bottom of this for our listeners. I, it sounds like it was just, on our end, it was just a big misunderstanding. So Maybe next year. Yeah. No, they're good people up there. They're not trying to... By the way, I don't think we would have won. I heard the winners got like 78 out of 80 questions, right? Something like that. Oh, that it? Yeah. That's it? Yeah, so that's overachievers. What, what were you gonna say, Nick? Oh, this picture. Um, was this like we're all gonna look hard, like the the Williams and DMX picture? Like, well, how that or, happened? Like he he looks unhappy to see you. Where, or is it because of the goofy guy in the no. background? Right, like so. Heinz just <laughs> appeared in the background. Heinz was Heinz was not invited to be in that picture. You know, because I was, like, I don't. I'm pretty cerebral with this stuff. I knew what I wanted in my picture with DMX, and I wanted it like me and him look pissed. Mm-hmm. And then You're Heinz, like, hey, X, look pissy. And it, it turned out to be perfect because Heinz has that stupid smile <laughs> on his face. Yes. Williams is like, hey, X, let's look like Sellies right now, dude. 
let's, let's do it. Earl. No, I Earl. forgot. It's yeah, Earl. It's Earl. At this it's point. personal friend, Earl Simmons, my, from here on out. My apologies. Um, we need to mention our boy, uh, Ryan. I know we're hitting up on uh, our limits here today. Unless you guys want Jeez, to pitch that anything. van almost ran into your vehicle, Katie. Yeah, that's, uh, that, that, that'd be Charter's that, van That's there. my wife. Jesus, she almost hit your car. Oh, she knows the limits of that thing. Oh, man, that would be great. My wife and KK. Um, by the way, before together. we give Ryan Grove yeah. a shout out, yeah. I'm so judgmental to anybody I see walking into that massage parlor now. You yep. should be. Because like, I'm just assuming they're paying for I don't know that you can favors. go there and not like, get do a they, favor. Do they give anybody real massages? Yeah, they do. Oh, okay. I know this because, by the way, this came up on the trip as well. A lot of people were interested in our next-door neighbor and rubmaps.com and all yeah. of that. Oh, yeah. Um, the reason I know they give legitimate massages is because of the reviews on rubmaps.com, which is I went in to get tugged, and they didn't tug. They just rubbed. So, so do you have to ask? I don't know what How the does code that even I don't work? know what the There's code is. There's got to be a code word. There's there's something. I, if it was me going over there and, like, they said, you know, get in a towel and get on the table and wait, I would just, like, put, like, 20 bucks in the towel and just, like, hope they noticed. That's what I would do. But what if the rate's 50 bucks? They right. say, that's not enough. <laughs> and then I'd give them more money. I don't know. But I, I don't know. Do you just, like, just kind of, like, point at it? Like, you just point at your junk? You don't say anything? You just point? It's just so beyond, like, the world that I know. It's Oh, yeah. It was kind of like the DMX after party where you're like, I got to get out of here. Well, this is amazing from our view of so many people walk around the building, you know, so you can we can literally follow them all the way through the windows. Like, and, if like, you look right they, now, they're not coming in there's, here. Um, conservatively, there's 15 parking spots empty in front of their building. Um, and it does not matter. People will park in the back and walk around the building to the front door. They don't want their vehicles associated with what they're doing. Yep. So the proof of this, by the way, like, they, we don't, I don't need proof. They're tugging wieners over there. But um, – the landlord had said the their, che- their Do checks. Do thing. I gotta take this call. Real yeah, quick. the landlord had said their checks come, uh, the rent checks come from Flushing, New York. Oh. Every month the checks come from Flushing, New York. Now why is Flushing, New York relevant, Nick? Here's the answer to that story. Uh, you guys remember Robert Kraft and what happened with him at an Asian rub and tug in Florida? Yeah. Right. As part of that story, as you read through it, it said the connections were to Flushing, New York. Are you serious? Now, what happens is when these uh, Asians come over to America to work in these places, their landing spot, for whatever reason, is Flushing, New York. It's kind of the epicenter of where they disperse these people out into the United States. So the Flushing, New York is is a connection. That's where the rent check comes from. but, uh, yeah, they, they're tugging D so over there. So Flushing is in Queens, it looks like? Flushing, New York is where, I don't know if it's still the case, but that's where Shea Stadium was. And that's why I've always known that because growing up a Cubs fan, it's like Flushing was where okay. uh, Shea was. I don't know if it's still, it's now City, Citibank Field, I think, is the name of their new one. I don't know if that's in Flushing or not. But, anyway, that's the Flushing, New York connection. Um, Ryan Grove, by the way, um, I don't think he's been to Flushing, New York, but maybe he has. Uh, but where he is is Ames, Iowa. And if you need a house, uh, call Ryan. Ryan's a good dude. Excited to see Ryan in Vegas in September. Will that be the first time I see him? I mean, we've talked about him enough and uh, talked about how great of a job Ryan, he does up there Ryan, in Ames. Ryan but Grove's <clears throat> a little bit like he'll remind you a little bit of, of Bobby K. Okay. Good friend of ours and uh, very easy to like. Salt of the earth. Type of a guy. All yeah. right. 
So uh, Ryan's a, uh, he's a Vegas pro. He's also a real estate pro. So if you need to buy or sell up in the Ames area, and that's Ames, Gilbert, Story City, uh, Nevada, Boone, things like that. I don't know if he does Boone. Maybe he might hate me for saying that, actually. <laughs> but Ryan's the guy to call. Not, not great not dirt track there. Ryan, oh, Ryan is uh, – I was action track. Yeah, Ryan's at Hunziker. Give Ryan a shout. He's on Twitter. He's on Facebook. He's easy to find. So track down Ryan if you have a need up in Ames. Um, Let's go ahead and do our quick racing segment here, too, since Chase we're Elliott, man. Good win there. Did you see that, that crash there by uh, Kyle Larson? Yes, that I did. That was pretty gnarly, huh? Yeah, that was, na- that was it, crazy. What was crazy to me is they didn't have a good camera view of it. No. In 2019, we had some, like, hidden camera There's some view. good uh, crowd views, some yeah. crowd video footage of it. That's the, the, crazy. Isn't that amazing, though, like, with all the cameras they have, yeah. that, that, was that was the, the only one, one that they could get. Yeah. Like, it was nuts. Good stuff. All right, boys, have great weekends. Anybody got big plans? or Another baseball weekend. Awesome. First I'm, practice of the year. Everything else has I, been rained out. I'm going back tonight. to God's country. Do you want to say hi? Oh, you headed to Indianola, too? Hey, Duke needs to make his podcast. Duke. Say your name. <laughs> Whoa. What's your name? That's Duke. He's two. Hey, buddy. You're on the podcast. You like Ma- that? Catchman's going to need to note hey, that hey, one. Hey, do you want some candy? <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> Man, a few, man, a few words. Duke looks just like they never talk. It's crazy. Right? Yeah, they, 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 yeah. There's mommy. Definitely, definitely the brothers. That's for sure. So, all right, say bye bye. Bye bye. All right. That's a good way to s- mouth. That's a good way to sign off. Yes. All right. Thanks, Have a good everybody. Weekend.